did you run today? As we are here at the uh, Just Runners podcast. We're here to talk about all things running and racing on the Youngstown area's first running podcast. Here's your host and Youngstown Marathon Ambassador, Bruce McIntosh and Pico. I knew before the podcast really started and before Just the Running started. So he would be the one who'd say, oh, let's, we could run these miles together. Let's, let's meet here. Let's... I don't think I've ever met a pizza I didn't like. Yeah, the beauty is we have choices, uh, you know, really do the type of race that you want to do, where you want to do one. Not, not everyone has Youngstown on their bucket list to get to go <laughs> Do a run and uh, eat pizza, but it's on my list. Hey everybody, how's it going? This is your host, Bruce McIntosh of the Just a Runners Podcast. And today uh, we have uh, from the Run to You Racing and the director of the Canton Hall of Fame Marathon, we have Jim Cheney join us today. And also here in the Zoom call is uh, Don McFall and hopefully some other members of the uh, just a running group who are running the Canton Marathon or half there uh, will be joining us soon. All right, well, let's get to it. How are you today, Jim? Um, thanks for coming on the podcast again. Yeah, yeah, no, it's my pleasure. Things are good. Good. Everybody I got is doing something at the Can- or Canton uh, Hall of Fame Marathon or half. Yeah, there's quite a there's quite a group coming. I would say between the full and the half. Yeah, we got what did I what did I count seven or eight of us at least. There's, there's uh, me and Don and her husband Scott are doing the full. Um, Don, who am I? Uh, Brandon is also doing it and. Who else is doing the full with us? Greg? Well, my son's supposed to be, but he's not training very well, so. <laughs> yeah. It's 48 days, so. Oh. Jim, it's his first one, so. He, yeah. <clears throat> well, I don't, I don't, I keep saying, maybe you need to drop back to the half. So, we'll see. What, what, what um, how long do they have to actually do that, to drop back if they have to? Uh, I mean, we would prefer that they let us know by the race expo. You can you can make that change at the race expo. Oh, the expo, okay. okay. Yeah, it's just some will do it in the middle of the race, which you can do. It's just hard to distinguish, you know, um, who is who. Right. Unless, unless you come up and tell us that you dropped down. So, you know, you could have a six-hour marathoner that changes their mind and they come in, and their bib is a marathon bib, and they cross the line, and the clock says three hours. Right. So the computer thinks they're a three-hour marathoner. Right. Right. So. Okay. But at the expo, I'm, yeah, he'll he'll know by right. then. Yeah. Hopefully. I, I would. I would hope at the starting line. I mean, I know how things can go wrong, but I hope at the starting line everybody knows what they're going to raise. But yeah. 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 I guess it could. Well, I think sometimes, like if the weather plays a factor, you know what I mean. Some people just mid-race probably realize they can't finish it if it's super hot or something. No. 
right. Well, we'll just go ahead and keep going since we're already talking. If, if somebody else pops in, we'll just go from there. I thought there was a couple others. I, th I sent a reminder out earlier today. Hopefully. I told them you were coming. If they have any questions, let us know. Um, yeah. Well, my first question was, there was changes to the course this year. What were, is it similar or? No. <laughs> so here, here's, here's what, here's how we got to today. So last year in, in the COVID year, um, the return to the race, uh, as you may remember or may not know, we started all the marathoners first at 7 a.m. They ran the traditional course, which is from the stadium into the park, into downtown. And then they came back. Uh, what we did then was we merged the half marathoners with the marathoners. So the, uh, the half marathon, although they were starting, they were being joined by marathoners that were basically at mile 13 in progress. So, so for the full marathon, it was a traditional course. For the half marathon, they ran the back half for the first time ever. So, and we had a lot of positive uh, feedback on them running back there. So what we did was we flipped the course for this year. So the marathon uh, will be running through the neighborhoods first, back in what we call the Avondale neighborhood so it's, it's a single start marathon and half marathon everyone together like we normally would do um but we run out there first then when we come back from the neighborhoods the half will turn into the stadium and the full will head into the parks and then into downtown so that that's what's different i actually liked last year's because when i'm a slower marathoner when you're out there in that time frame and that second half when you're really struggling, it was nice having the extra people around that you don't have in a rug. But I think from a half marathoner point of view, if I was looking at it from their point of view, they want to get out earlier. Not especially, we were unusually hot for that time of the year too that day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the later start, people didn't quite like, and, and I understand that. Oh, I understand it. I mean, like I said, I, I'm looking at from marathoner point of view and i've never been usually when you're into the second half it's only the marathoners and we've sometimes it's spread out and stuff but. yeah but but to sort of to your point so with the second half of the course now for the marathoner because we're going into the parks in downtown we've compressed the course a lot so for example you're not going up to malone uh university anymore it's all going to stay contained in the park and then in a, a pretty small um, uh, quadrant in downtown Canton. So there's going to be, uh, a, a, it's all out and back. So, so it'll seem heavier and you'll see people more so, um, even though people are spread out in those later miles. So, so you won't feel isolated, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, so we've run the course a couple of times and uh, the people I've run it with have liked it. We did a, uh, a Valentine's Day race um, a few weeks ago, a month ago, and essentially the Valentine's Day race course was miles uh, 
like 18 to 20, something like that, 17 to 19 of the marathon course, and everyone liked it. So, um, so the layout worked, and so yeah, so that those are the basic changes to the course. I love the course. It doesn't sound bad because, like I said, the big part was with the your flipping sides. It sounds like, which yeah. Uh, most of what I've been out because I, I think we've been out when we went out I think two years ago for one of the uh, training runs I think that's the same area the first half of the course is on and I yeah. remember I've run that area a few times now yeah anyway. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and we uh, so if, if you remember last year um, the second half went through the neighborhoods but there were also a lot of hills back there we cut out a lot of the hills this year um, because we're not starting immediately running into the neighborhoods right away. Everyone's going to run down through the park first. So you, you'll have at least um, 3.1 miles in before you enter that that section. So we were able to cut out a bunch of the out and back streets. We were able to cut out one of the big loopy hills. So um, So it should be a lot faster. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I was scaring Frank on the run yesterday. I ran with her because she's, oh, she's doing the full two. But uh, I know you don't know her, but I was telling her it's, it's a lot hiller. It's not as bad as the distance, Mill Creek distance classic half. But I was telling her it's pretty hilly because she went out to Arizona and ran the Mesa Marathon. And that's like, a th- I think, a thousand foot net downhill. And she starts with all this downhill. I said, you're not going to have, you're going to have some hills here. It's going to be a little tougher course than that one was. But yeah. But huh. yeah. I, I, yeah uh, nothing, nothing in Ohio is, is real pancake flat. I mean, um, it's hard. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it is what it is. And so, um, it's our ninth year, so you know, so it's it's hung around for a while. People keep coming back. We, uh, you know, we sold out our numbers, um, so we're we're happy about that. Are you a total sellout? Because last time I uh, I knew I saw the half sold out, and yeah, the, there's still spots in the marathon. Yeah, I saw you. It was like ninety-seven percent, I think, when that last time I looked. So I knew it was close yeah. to selling out. Yeah, I, I think we have about 45 more spots in the marathon. And, and, and those will probably be taken by people that want to run the half marathon. You know, so, so what, we've, what we've told people is, because I get the emails every day, is there a waiting list for the half? And my answer is no, we don't have a waiting list. But you can sign for the marathon, come to the expo, tell us that you're dropping down to the half, We'll, we'll put a sticker on your bib and we'll put you as a half marathoner in our system. Um, and then, but, but the, the only problem or, you know, reality is that you'll get the marathon medal in the half, I'm sorry, the marathon medal and the marathon shirt. Um, Cause we're just out of the half medals and half shirts. Now, the only thing that would change that is, you know, all those people that sign up for the half marathon, if a bunch of them don't show up and start, then we'll know, hey, we've got X number of half marathon medals that are available to pass out at the finish line. Um, and we'll know that right after the start of the race. I'll get a count of how many starters there were 
then I can do the quick math and say, okay, yeah, let's uh, let, let's hand them the half metal as they come across. Yeah, because this is my Don. Did this is your second time? We both did the virtual, and we both did it last oh, year. Oh, no, I've done it numerous times. I, oh. I feel like I've done it almost from the get-go, either the half or the full, but I'd have to look back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is my third time in person, and I also did the virtual year, so. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, no, I've done, it, I've done it a few times. I'll have to look back through my records. But. Yeah, so I did notice... Uh, one thing I did, the uh, metal this year, is it, it's similar to last year, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it's a ring for sure. Um, it is uh, more of a, a brushed antique um, bronze look rather than the shiny silver. It has um, a bunch of jewels on it. We didn't have that last year. Uh, we, actually, we weren't going to do the ring this year. And I really got um, criticized by a ton of runners when they said, well, that's the only reason I run the race. And so we went ahead and revamped our original design and went back to the ring. But it, it, looks, it looks different. Um, it feels a little bit different. It, uh, you know, so, so, so it, that's what it is. And then uh, next year is our 10th anniversary mm. so yeah so it should be big and spectacular but what we're going to do is um when you register you'll have a choice of which which finisher medal you want some people want the ring and that's all they want um so we'll have a 10th anniversary medal we'll have a ring medal you pick which one you want and if you want both you know you pay a few dollars and you get both medals I'd probably have to get both. Uh, Jim, I believe you know Jill. She's uh, she Hi, just Jim, joined. I just saw you at Second Soul last yes. weekend. Yeah, Jill. Yeah, good to see you. Hello. And I think Franco's with us too. She's another one that's signing up for. She's the one I was just telling you about that ran Mesa, and she is doing the uh, coming out to Canton for the marathon with us. Yeah. Looks like we're all signing up yeah. for next year, too, from the sounds right. of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to do the 10. <laughs> right? We can't miss that. I mean, I've done, what, the last three? No. Two. Three? Did you do two or three? I have, th I have two rings here, so I'm going to, yeah, because I did them both virtual. Oh, yeah. we. Because mm -hmm, I had to go virtual last year, even though it wasn't. And um, the year before, we did virtual. So I've done it twice. This is my first year in person, finishing <laughs> on the field. Yeah. I'm very good. excited. Good. <laughs> I'm only well, a what's half marathoner, though. Oh, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. So what? the other thing that will be nice about the 10th is um, the Hall of Fame Village, which is sort of the larger campus there so you've got the pro football hall of fame which is the museum so the one building is the pro football hall of fame museum it's surrounded by the hall of fame village which is the stadium and the, the fields um they're building their retail promenade now there's gonna be a play action center behind that a water park all that all that stuff will be done um for the 10th running and so uh there there will be a lot more activities going on 
uh, what they call the campus um, up there for number 10. So. My kids played high school football on that field. Do they still do high school football? They do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, they have the the state championships there. Um, mm -hmm. I think they'll they'll have a couple of games throughout the year. Um, they have some collegiate games, things like that. That's cool. Yeah. What color is the blanket this year? I didn't notice that. Which? So it's it's blue. Um, I don't have a blue one, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's blue, and again, it's going to look a little bit different. Um, uh, some people notice the change. Some people haven't noticed the change. But you know, we are now the Canton Hall of Fame Marathon. It's not specifically the Pro Football Hall of Fame Marathon. So, uh, so the design is different. It, it's more in line with our our new logo. Um, but yeah, no, it looks really good, and uh, I know they they just arrived in uh, Los Angeles or somewhere. I got a note the other day, so they're on their way. What? I love the blanket. Oh, I love the blankets. That's that's actually another good reason to sign up. Yeah. And I'm already and you already got me thinking now. What are you going to do for your 10th anniversary blanket? <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of ideas. Um, a lot of ideas with the 10th anniversary medal. Um, I'm not really giving anything away because nothing is no, no. Is, is solid yet. But but for the 10th anniversary medal, what what I would really like is sort of a, a Frankenstein version of all of our medals combined. So if, if you ran our first year, um, our very first year it was a football with actual like football leather on it. So, so you might have some of that. Frankenstein needs to mute. There she goes. Sorry about that. No, it's all good. So it might have some of that. One year we had Sorry. a ticket, the long ticket. Yeah, so I got I got the long ticket. Yeah, so there will be elements of that. Um, there will be elements of the ring. So we're we've got some rough sketches of what that would look like. But so my hope is. Go ahead. I, I just gonna say, what well, my hope is, is that we'll have a final design by um, Marathon Weekend this year. So we can we can just roll right into 2023 and say, hey, this is this is the first taste of what uh, year 10 will look like. Um, are you sold out for this year? So we're sold out in the half marathon. Mm -hmm. We've got about 40 or so spots left in the full marathon. Mm -hmm. The relay is sold out, um, although it's sold out as far as the number of teams. There are still people that need to join their teams. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we're getting close with that. Uh, and the 5K, um, we're, we still have a lot of space in that. But that's, at this time of the year for the 5K, we're about where we always are. Um, 5K, you, what are your numbers for sold out? Yeah, so the way that, that a sellout works, especially with spring races, is when we get to November and December, we see where our registration numbers are. We have to put in a firm order of blankets and medals by like January 10th. So, okay. so for example, if we're at, I'll use the half marathon as an example, it, and, I'll, and I'll exaggerate a little bit. So if on January 10th, I have 100 half marathoners signed up, 
I'm not going to order 5,000 medals, right? right. Nor, am I, nor, nor will I order 110 medals. So, so we look at past trends and say, okay, here's where we're at. Let's forecast it out. So for this year, um, we ordered 2,500 half marathon medals, and that's how many we've sold. We ordered uh, 1,300 full marathon medals, and we're at, I think, 12, uh, 1238 or some 12.40, I have to look at the numbers, something like that. Um, we ordered, we, we cut down the number of relay teams uh, to 100. Historically, we've been around 200, and I just made a decision to chop it to 100. Um, it's a hard event to pull off. Uh, Boxing and it's, it's just it's a really hard one to do. So so we minimized it this year. Uh, that sold out, and then the five k uh, is two thousand. So so that's really what dictates um, sellout and capacity. I mean, in theory, we could have twenty thousand runners. You know, so it's not it's not a byproduct of like roads and things like that. It really is a matter of um, of quantities of items. Because uh, it's such a long turn to get those things, I can't just say, "Oh yeah, the the half is sold out at twenty five hundred. Let's throw in another two thousand medals because they would never arrive in time for the race." Um, some races, unfortunately, will take more runners than they have medals, and yeah. I think that is yeah. like the, the, no. the biggest crime on the planet. Because you mm-hmm. could be the very first one to sign up, you love, love, love the race, and you come in dead last, and you get nothing. Um, I've experienced that in Cleveland at a few races. Um, so, you know, so what happens is we, we make our predictions, see where we're at. I, I push, 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 push for people to sign up, sign up, sign up, sign up. I'm not really a boy crying wolf. I'm just saying, hey, we have to make decisions on how many people we get. And that, that's what sort of dictates it. So with COVID, the numbers were down for your races or not? Yeah, they are. So okay. here's what's yeah. So last year, I'll go back two years. 2020, March 18th was when we were shut down. Okay, so we ended up doing, and we had already ordered. Because remember, we we see where we're at. Then we place our order in January. So when COVID shut everything down, we decided to do the virtual. And, and we gave people a choice of running virtually or rolling it forward, okay? Mm-hmm. So so for argument's sake, we'll say that 50% chose the virtual, right? Which left us with 50% of medals and shirts that were no good, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. So now let's, take, now let's take those 50% of the people and roll them forward to 2021, which is what we had a year ago. When we hit 2021, people still weren't comfortable running and the ones that were comfortable came to our race but remember that we rolled forward a ton of people into 2021 so we only had about 400 brand new runners last year all the rest were rollovers from the previous year right i did both so i (laughs) yeah and we were restricted um you know, we had restrictions from the health department. So, you know, the spacing, the staggered start, all that. But we also, um, our capacity was cut in half. Um, 
so so that happened then you know there were a number of people that didn't show up at that and they said hey can i defer to 2022 so not a lot but but a, a fairly significant amount that will be running on april 24th actually signed up in 2019 so i'm oh, really wow yeah so i'm really curious to see if they're going to show up now we gave we gave those people every opportunity to get their money back and to do all that but we just what we can't do is keep rolling registrations forward for right yeah years <laughs> um so I, I sort of put my foot down this year and said we're just not deferring into 2023 so uh Getting back to your question, um, yeah, I, I think our numbers are super strong, given the f people are still a little hesitant. I mean, the races that I'm going to right now, I feel they're probably at 70%, maybe 75% of where they normally should be. Um, you know, people are saying, well, you, you go ahead and run it. Let, let's see how it goes. I'll, I'll do it the next time. And um, so... Uh, I think we would be much higher. I mean, we're with all the numbers together, we're like 60, 6,300, 6,400 runners, something like that. I mean, we've got like 300 kids uh, for the kids' race, so that adds in. Um, but next year, you know, I'm, I'm expecting to be at full capacity, and uh, I want to hit at least the 10,000 mark for our, our 10th anniversary. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. In this so we don't have no choice. Yeah, and there's kind of a science behind it. I mean, you know, people that, that run marathons, they don't wait until three weeks before and say, ah, oh, the weather looks kind of good, let's go run a marathon. You know, they're they're making buying decisions six months, eight yeah. months ahead of time. So that's why it's important to us, at least this year, that when we open on May 1st, we can show the 10-year anniversary medal and, and try to encourage a lot of those people to sign up early because in that way, I'll really be able to forecast, you know, out, out the numbers when we hit December and January Ooh. for all the materials. Maybe we can get Jill to run your 10th anniversary marathon. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I was going to say, when he mentioned in March when it shut down for COVID, that was the last time I ran 17 miles. <laughs> That's when I stopped right there. You still got time. We could, we could bump you up to the marathon this year. You got time. Right. No, not this year. But we'll, we'll keep thinking about the 10th, okay? That might be a motivator. Yeah. Might be. Yeah, we had her signed up the year we went virtual and then haven't been able to get her back. But yeah. <laughs> It's, it's medical. I get stress fractures every time I've increased my miles too much, so I like the half. Yeah. You know, yeah. so at least I keep doing the half there. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. One other thing I know it was different for this year, at least I think it is, your expos in the, uh, the hotel. Uh, yeah. So. Can't think of the um, name of it. Yeah, so it's at the Doubletree in downtown Canton. Um, so the, the backstory with that is uh, we, we had what's called the Canton Civic Center, which is a big basketball arena type place, booked for our, our 2021. Um, and then we, we had to cancel that because of the COVID, and that's we mailed things last year um, mm -hmm. you know, for that. And... 
as we are rolling forward towards number 10, um, being on the Hall of Fame Village property, uh, the, the Civic Center was not available to us this year. And so we just made a decision to do it in the hotel because the hotel is owned by the Hall of Fame Village. And we've never had a host hotel before. And so we were given the opportunity to uh, use all the rooms. So we've booked all the rooms with, with runners coming in from out of state. Um, it's a much smaller profile expo. Um, and I kind of look at it as a, as a transitional year. You know, we've had expos where we've had uh, 100 vendors and we've had expos where we've had 10 vendors, you know, just depending on the venue where we've held it. So, so we're going to do it at the hotel. Um, it'll be nice. It'll be good. It's not going to be mammoth. No. Um, that'll be next year for the 10th anniversary when all the buildings and the conference center is built up at the village. Then it, it will turn back into a mammoth thing. But the other thing that's nice about doing it downtown is on uh, Saturday, uh, four blocks away, uh, which is where the 5K is, start and finish, uh, in Centennial Plaza, immediately following the 5K, we're doing um, an Earth Day festival. So uh, the city of Canton is bringing in all these food vendors and exhibits and activities. And so I, I look at our expo as not being tied to just the, the ballrooms that are strung together, but actually downtown will sort of serve as the entire expo that's nice sounds fun yeah yeah where's fun. your furthest where's your furthest runner coming from uh so uh in pre-covid times um we would get runners from 50 states and 12 countries so we've had people come from israel from from greece all over the place this year uh Obviously, travel restrictions and things like that. We we only have runners coming from the United States, Canada, and Mexico. Um, so, uh, it's relative to Canton, I don't think anyone is is coming from Mexico that's like farther away than the West Coast. So, probably state of or I'm sorry, um, Hawaii. I guess it would be. We've got 48 states, and nice. funny enough, yeah, funny enough, the two states that we're missing are um, Idaho and Maine. Oh. So we have a, have Alaska, have Hawaii. Uh, yeah. We have a lot from California, um, a lot from Texas. Um, but yeah, Idaho and Maine is just hmm. sort of odd. So we've reached out to uh, as many running stores as we can in those states to encourage them to send at least one runner. And, uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know anybody from those states, so no. <laughs> I just ran in Boise, but um, nobody lives there now. He, my son moved out, so I can't oh. help you. But I, I could have said something in the running store when I was there, had I known. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we're in pretty good contact with uh, some stores in Boise, Idaho Falls. Um, it, those are the two like, big cities, so yeah. Yeah, and there was, they had another race. One was in Boise, and the other one was in, I can't remember the name of the town, Jeanette or something like that. I don't remember offhand, but, yeah, they were the two big races that uh, were on Thanksgiving, you know, the turkey trot. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> you're doing a pasta dinner this year, too. I, I don't think you had that in the past. Yeah, uh, we're doing it this year. 
Um, we've had it one other year. I think we had it maybe our second year. Um, I take it back. We had it our first year. Because the very first year, the Race Expo was inside of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So um, the way that that worked was you went into the museum, you'd walk down, see some exhibits, and all of a sudden, boom, there's a, um, there's a sponsor or there's a, a booth. Then you'd see some more football exhibits, and then, boom, there's another booth. We spread it out throughout the whole museum, and we used their uh, conference center for pasta. But it, for whatever reason, it just didn't go over. I, I don't know why. Um, we might have done it the first two years. Then we got we stopped doing it. Um, this year, because we are downtown um, at this host hotel, the building right next door is uh, the Salvation Army of, of Canton. And they've got a, a pretty big gymnasium um, that uh, that we're going to use for the pasta dinner. So it's, it's right next door, and proceeds will, you know, will benefit them. Um, their staff's going to help us, and our sponsor for the, the expo and the pasta dinner is uh, a company called Mids, uh, Mids True Sicilian Authentic Pasta Sauce. Um, they're actually in a city called Navarre, where they manufacture all their, their stuff. So, um, so yeah, so, so it'll be new this year. We're doing three different seatings. You can sign up, you know, for the noon or two or four o'clock uh, seating. Actually, I'm signed up for the four o'clock one. So. Yeah. Well, the Salvation Army knows how to feed a crowd, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're already experienced in that. Are you doing pacers this year? We are. So uh, we this year we're working with a company called Beast Pacing. We've used them a few times in the past. And uh, I think I'd have to look. I'm pretty sure on our website we've got the times. Um, but yeah, their their uh, beast pacing is actually based out of California. And the way that they work is they recruit local runners to be the pace leaders. Um, and I guess that's what most organizations like that do. Um, I think they still need to get a few pacers, but I. It's one of those things where they they know what they're doing. You know, we just work with them with the sponsor, and then they kind of take it, uh, you know, take it from there. Yeah, if the website doesn't have it, I, I know that it's coming. I, I'd, have I'd have to look myself. I couldn't remember. Uh, let's see. Uh, event info, it might be under, it, it may not be there, or if it, I bet it's under frequently asked questions. I don't do website stuff. <laughs> yeah, frequently asked questions. So 3, 310, and 6. And are there pacers in the half? Well, since we all run together, if you want oh, a yeah. three hour, just cut it in half. Yeah, you're, yeah. Right, so a two and yeah. a half hour half would be a five hour marathon. And yeah, I think there's right. not, say, the, the two times. Yeah, right, okay. I forgot because it follows the same. Yeah, you're together for 
eight miles almost the entire time. Yeah, that's right. I wasn't sure. And Jerry, are you there? We may have one more person showing up. <laughs> yeah. I see. Uh, yeah, I just noticed your request. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's only a half hour um, late. Jim, Jim, I have a question. How did the blankets get started? Because they're, they're really nice, and I just wondered how that happened. Um, it, it was sort of a sort of a coincidence but not really so i've run a lot of marathons myself um and every marathon that i've gone to uh you know i finish i get the mylar blanket silver blanket sometimes they're they have a logo on them sometimes they're just they're plain and um and i throw them all away and, and i just thought this is kind of a waste it, it's I wish there was a better way to do this. And some people will keep one or two, you know, <clears throat> so if it's a cold day and a training round, they have it. But, um, and especially uh, when, uh, you know, uh, a race puts their logo and stuff on it, um, it's just, it's like, it's, it's automatic garbage. And, and so I don't know if I saw it somewhere, um, but, but there was an event where they were giving, like, towels and i thought well that's kind of good but not really because the towels were like they were screen printed on and so after a couple washings it got that real crispy crusty logo on it you can't really use it as a towel um but i had um i had little kids and we had a million fleece blankets i had a dora the explorer blanket i had a spongebob blanket i had uh i mean everything Right blanket, and, and it was cool because it was just the right thickness, and it wasn't printed. You could turn it, look on the back side, and it was like a reverse image. And I thought, I wonder how much these would be, you know, if if it was a race logo. And so, in uh, this, I was still at the Akron Marathon at the time when I was thinking about this. And so when I came to Canton and we started this this Pro Football Hall of Fame, I said, Why don't we try this and let's see what happens. Um, and it was a hit, and uh, you know, people collect them. I, I probably see it now more like in dog beds and backs of cars with pets laying on them and stuff like that. But that's okay. Um, you know, it's it's a fun thing to have in your car if you get chilly or when watching TV or whatever. So yeah, but it's been a bit, little bit of a challenge, you know, to pick colors. You know, you don't want to you don't want to repeat what you have, but there are also some colors that just don't work real well. Um, they don't let me pick so, a color, so. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, that's kind of how it, uh, and it it's turned out to be one of our our signature items. I think it's one of the best races as far as the size of the metal, the metal and the ring and then the blanket. It's like, wow, this is so generous. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it stands out. Yeah, good. Dawn, did you have any other questions for the about the marathon itself? Or? Uh, I mean, not really. I, I feel like, <laughs> I don't want to say I've done it a ton of times, but I know what to expect there, I think. And I agree with Jill. I mean, I always say that the bling that you get at your marathon is like one of the things that keeps me coming back to it. So, yeah, we always have a good time there it's, for sure. 
I know every year it seems like it's always a great metal, unique design. Oh, yeah. uh, and I do no, like, we, I we, like we, the blankets. So. <laughs> well, and sometimes we need the blankets. I mean, you know, for better or worse, we are in the spring. And when, when we started this race, we could have picked a fall date, but I had come from the Akron Marathon. I liked the Akron Marathon. I liked the people that I worked with, and I didn't want to compete with them. Um, I was pretty dissatisfied uh, with the Cleveland Marathon, at least my experiences up there. And I thought, well, we're far enough away. Um, we're not going to impact them. Let's, let's put together a nice spring offering. And um, so, I mean, as, as we all know, training through the winter it is tougher than training through the summer. Um, we On race day, I mean, we've had 2017, it was 85 degrees uh, yep. on race day. Two days before it was 60. Two days later it was 60. It was perfect, both, you know, bookends of that. Um, we've had cold. We've had rain. So you, you just don't know. Um, but, you know, you, you just kind of, you train through it, so you you just roll with what um, with what you what's given to you. Yep. Yeah, the spring you never know with the weather, except it does seem like well every time I the two times I've been there in person it's been close to eighty degrees or eighty five. Yeah. I was there seventeen, and then last year, and yeah. My my luck with spring marathons. I think I did uh, Cincinnati in 16, and it got up into 80 degrees that day, too. So, yeah. And in your organization, uh, when do you race, and do you have any, any other events that we might be interested in? I mean, everybody here is uh, from this area yeah, so just, over here. but just, just to give you the sort of quick background, so run to you Racing is our, our race management company. Um, we don't time races. I get that question a lot. Um, we produce races, meaning we come up with the with the concept. We approach the the city. Uh, we we do everything. We execute the race. You know the permits. Um, I outsource the timing, but we we pick the designs and the the shirts, the medals, and all, all that kind of stuff. So we do. This year we've got um, eighteen races that we're producing. So Hall of Fame is number number th four on our calendar this year, I think. Um, it's our most notable one. Um, we do we do a fall marathon now called the Haunted Forest Marathon. That's in Canal Fulton. So it's kind of the polar opposite of the Hall of Fame. It is pancake flat. I think it's 57 feet of elevation over the 26.2 miles. It's all in the first mile. Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's right away. Um, <laughs> but it's a, it's a new race. It's a theme kind of a race. We do uh, at the Akron Camp Airport, the CAK 5K on the runway. Uh, this will be our fifth year for that. Um, all of our races are at runtoyourracing.com. We've, we've got a new one this year that is in downtown Cleveland that I'm getting mixed, mixed reaction from, and that's kind of good. Um, about two and a half years ago, I was on a, a run with a bunch of my buddies, and and when we run, you know, like all of us, we just we start talking about things, and and I was kicking around race ideas, and we had run past a, a billboard of uh, this lawyer Tim Misney, who's who's up in Cleveland, 
and he's got this catchphrase, I'll make them pay, and it's sort yep. of a joke. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. And, Missy and I, makes I, them pay. Missy yeah, makes I, them pay. And I started to laugh. I said, why don't we do a make, I'll make them pay 5K, and they all started laughing, and I said, okay, there's something to this. So in 20, no, 2019, I reached out to Tim Misney, and I said, hey, here's an idea. What do you think? And he says, I am all in, because people know me as, they think of me as an ambulance chasing lawyer, but actually, I raise a ton of money for charity. And and so I said, yeah, let's do it. COVID hit, we put it on the back burner. 2021 came around, races started opening up. I put it on the back burner. I said, if we're gonna do this, it's gonna be at full strength. So this year, on July 17th in downtown Cleveland, we're doing the I'll Make Them Pay 5K with Tim Misney, and uh, we're gonna raise money for uh, Cleveland's um, homeless shelter. It's called the City Mission. So I'm hoping that there will be 10,000 runners in this 5K. He's going to change his billboards. He's going to change his TV commercials to promote the 5K and why we're doing it. So uh, so we'll see. This um, It might be our big race. You need an ambulance to start the race. Everybody's yeah. running towards it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Let everybody I- chase the ambulance. <laughs> All the races are yours I've been to. I've had, I thought they were all well put on. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year I did go to the first year at the Haunted Forest. Uh, I did the half there and we did that Spirit of the Season 5K. Uh, Brent, well, he's not here. Uh, and so your organization, I mean, you put on, maybe that one up in Cleveland might be a fun one to see if I can fit into the schedule. But. Well, and it's gonna have a it's gonna have a cool medal. So um, I'm old, so, so you guys probably won't remember this, but uh, uh, when I was a kid, they had these baseball cards. They were like 3D baseball cards, so you'd see the player, and it kind of yeah. had this uh, scratchy texture to it. You can, you can move it, and, it, and the image would change. In this crowd, you're really not that old, here, Jim. I don't think yeah. you are. I'm not sure in your age, but I think you're right in our age group here. Uh, possibly, possibly. But. Uh, so it's gonna be it's gonna be this 3D metal, um, this sort of flicker button surrounded by metal and all that. Um, uh, it's gonna be really cool. So that, is, that sounds cool. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you just run a race down in? Uh, what's, oh, where were I? Just saw it on Facebook. Yeah. So I was in Little Rock, Arkansas, um, a day or so ago. For their marathon, um, I just I just ran the 10k down there. Uh, Little Rock has the uh, the world's biggest marathon finisher medal. I mean, it's it, it, and I'm not exaggerating. It's the size of a plate. I mean, it's massive. <laughs> and um, they invited us down to promote uh, Hall of Fame. And initially, I said no. Then I thought, well, you know, people are running that race for the bling. Maybe if I promote ours down there, they'll come up to Canton, you know, for the bling. And, and we did have a few sign up. Um, but yeah, that was just a quick trip down. And uh, whenever I go to these things, I like to, you know, to run in the local races just to kind of see what they look like and how they're doing things. Okay, well, Do you have that medal? So I did the 10K, so it's much smaller. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, it, Oh yeah. Okay. It was like you were muted for a second, Jim. Okay. Okay. 
But uh, yeah, no, I, I I like to run races just to see how people do things. Um, uh, I've got a in my office. I have sort of a wall of uh, medals of races I've run, and I always look at it and think, oh, what did they do good, and what did they do that I hated to make sure that I don't repeat, you know, previous mistakes. So, well, I want to thank you for coming on, uh, Jill or Don or Jerry. Any other questions about? For Jim, I didn't pay attention earlier. I was a little late. Are you still doing your training runs? Are you guys have your training? Yeah, yeah, we are. So I, I'm pretty sure we have those set up as, as events. I think the next one, oh, I don't even want to guess. It might be in two weeks or something like that. Mm -hmm. I, I'd have to double check. Yeah. I keep eye out. It's just well, you know, I'm we're Boardman area, so yep. it's just a little bit. I'd like to try to get out. For, I try to get out for one. Well, I think I did last time, yeah. but it yeah. can be a bit of a drop. Yeah, we no, I, here. Right? Yeah, yeah. I was well. I was just there. Um, so I went with a buddy of mine uh, that I trained with. He he ran um, the four miler, the frostbite four miler. So I was out there to kind of support him. Yeah, that's where Jill said she saw you. And yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I didn't actually run. <laughs> well, uh, February is a really tough month to run. Try any running, actually, for races. You don't, if you think the spring's bad, I think. I yeah. mean, I think the last race I did in February, it was like they didn't plow. It was on a, like a bike path, and they never plowed it at all. So you're running through ice yeah. and snow and everything, so. Yeah, for road racing, it's tough. Trail runners are pretty hardy; they can they can plow through it. But um, yeah, road racing, you you know, you gotta watch it. So, well, unless somebody else, I think uh, we can wrap this up. I guess we got everything covered. Well, yeah. If you have any questions, you know, just you can contact me. Okay. You know, website or whatever. Um, I would just like to say, well done. Jim, they're always great races. So thank you yeah, I for what you do. That. Thank you. No, I, I agree. We keep coming back. <laughs> we do every year. Yeah. So it is a good time. Yeah. I've only been running for five years, and three of them have been Canton. So <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for coming right, on again. Right. Okay, we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Good to see you. Okay. Bye. Okay. Uh, thanks for coming on, guys. I don't... Thanks. Uh, I don't know if Jerry... Jerry, are you there? I guess we're done. If, if he is, he's muted and doesn't know it. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, there still he is. here. Yeah. You could have... We couldn't tell. I'm still here. <laughs> Jerry... Um, is that your chair, or have you just, like, got an injury since I last ran with you? Oh, it's my squeaky chair, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. All right. How's everybody training going? Everybody think they're going to be ready? I know Frank is. <laughs> I am uh, not ready for anything. <laughs> with my ankle. 
Really? She just ran 17 miles, so don't listen to her. Oh. Saturday, she did 17 <laughs> miles. Oh. <laughs> and we can't get you to, like, stay off it for a week or two to let it heal, so. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't. We know that. <laughs> are you ready for your talk? Jill, are you ready for your half? You know, um, I don't know. I really don't. I didn't stick to anything very disciplined, but I've been running regularly. I think I can handle it. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be my strongest, but it's going to match my 2022 goal of go out there and have fun and run it. So that's what I'm going to do. How about you, Jerry? You ready for a half? You're. I know you are actually, but yeah, I'm. I'm ready for the half. Uh, the only problem is I have one more ski trip in. Uh, in March, so yeah, I'll, have to, I'll, I'll be off. Don't off running. I'll be off running for the week. Yeah, yeah, cross training. Well, it's completely different. It'll be downhill <laughs> skiing, so yeah. Yeah, you'll be all right. You pretty much do enough activity, anyways. You should be okay. Uh, one week shouldn't hurt you too much. Well, yeah, I, I didn't I've run always, much in Florida. I've always done uh, the third week of March, so, and uh, I did a half marathon back for with Disney back um, in April too. So, it's, it still works. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming How about on. You, Bruce. Bruce, are you ready? Oh no, I'm not even close. But. God. I've been running regular and I my long runs it's like I'm hitting Saturday and I'm hitting a wall like 10 miles 12 miles in both week two weeks in a row but we're gonna go out next week and do 18. Well, how many did you run on um, Saturday? 14 and a half I think. What was your Friday night meal Bruce? Fish and rice. So maybe start looking at those things and maybe you can, because you had fried fish, right? No. No? No, it wasn't fried. It was like a broiled. Okay. Yeah. But maybe start looking at some of those things. And when are you taking, oh, well, you're doing the other, I don't want to say it on here because I know that you're, but maybe watch your supplements too. You know what I mean? And. I don't know, but maybe it's something like that that you need to take a look at because you certainly are doing enough running that you should be able to pull these off. And so maybe it's something oh. with hydration or nutrition or something. Yeah, I've been trying to up my miles for the training plan. and I got to go. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I was wrapping this up anyways. All right. Thanks for being on. Bye, Franca. Bye, Joe. Bye, Joey. Bye. Yep. Bye then. Bye. <laughs>